Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 53rd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week, we wanted to make some dirty red-headed sluts. Yes. This yeah. this is my my absolute favorite mixed drink. Yeah, it is really good. I like it a lot. And it's a mixed drink with no mixer. Yeah. We've had it on here, I think, once before. Uh-huh. Um, but it's my, it's my go-to. If you want to just, like, drink one drink and get a good buzz, mm-hmm. this is it. I yeah. mean, it's oh, got... Oh, yeah. I, I make it... I, I use a little bit more to fill the glass mm-hmm. than they have in the recipe, but... Uh. It's basically like a almost a shot and a half of whiskey, and I use the barrel strength oh, yeah. bullet, uh-huh. um, and then a shot of raspberry, chambord, and then a shot of SoCo. Yeah. And then uh, you just mix it over ice and then uh-huh. strain it out over ice. Uh-huh. And then I, I, I add, just because, I mean, that's, that's three... Pretty well, I guess the raspberry's not too strong, but uh-huh. I mean, you take that barrel strength whiskey and that SoCo, that's a pretty strong drink. Yeah. So, I take a couple of bar spoons of the you're supposed to add a maraschino cherry anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I just take a couple of little bar spoons of, of the juice, yeah, from the jar and dump in there. It gives it just a little bit of a little bit of, more sweetness, a little like, sweet taste, yeah. not much. I mean, you, uh-uh. it's I don't want you to pick this up and be like, ooh, that looks like a nice cherry flavored drink. Yeah, this is not, no, but it's, it's good, strong. Though. Yeah, it's so it's good. really good, and it's strong and gets the job done mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i we thought that it would be a good uh drink for today's episode yeah considering what we're talking about yep and so today we're going to be talking about porn <laughs> yeah with a capital p <laughs> what <laughs> you're dark <laughs> yeah so we're going to be talking about porn today and your relationship with uh, with porn or <laughs> <laughs> your partner. Yeah, your relationship with porn and then maybe how porn affects your actual relationship. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we wanted to talk about that today, but before we get started on that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Here we go. If your girl doesn't go a little fucking psycho on you from time to time, then she's not in love with you. stupid yeah absolutely stupid Uh well i think it's just like an excuse for a girl to be a bitch to you and it's like no your girl does not need to be psycho don't be with a psycho girl she doesn't love you Uh uh-uh somebody that loves somebody doesn't flip out on them and act psycho and put their partner through that but at the same time don't be the dumbass dude that makes your girl go psycho on you psycho yeah (laughs) yeah yeah maybe your psychotic syndrome is a result of the the dumbass dude. Yeah. From the relationship that's making you act like a psychotic bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Porn. For more on that, watch the Is, Are You With a Bitch episode. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because we talk about that uh-huh. a little bit more in depth. I know. But All right. Let's so, get yeah. into it. Let's, let's get started with this. So, porn. We, we kind of wanted to start out uh, the episode with some statistics. You know, we we this was one we knew over a year ago we wanted to talk about, yeah. but we weren't really sure, like when to tie it in. Is there an appropriate time to talk about it? I think initially we were like, eh, we're gonna have friends and family 
listening and it may be a little uncomfortable for them to hear it. So we didn't. And then we realized that most of them aren't listening. And then we found out, yeah, they are. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, whatever. Now's the time. We've been doing this for a little over a year. Something we wanted to talk about, we wanted to address. Um, a lot of other relationship podcasts have talked about it, which mm-hmm. if, if you listen to other podcasts, um, you tend to see a lot of common themes with all those other episodes. And it seems to be the same thing with the porn as well, that they kind of lean on one side of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just brace yourself. Maybe we have a different perspective on it, like we do everything. <laughs> and, and so that's why we wanted to talk about it. But it's really yeah. kind of, you know, when, when, you, when you get into it with the statistics, I, I think overwhelmingly, especially in the States... Women in particular don't realize how much porn is actually watched and consumed. Mm -hmm. And even guys may not realize the staggering numbers behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, To where this is something that that is, from from the days of the internet being, you know, readily available. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, I, I don't have the number, but I know that there's something out there as far as like, for every like one regular non-porn website, there's like you know fifty porn sites or something. Yeah. I mean, there it's it is the bulk of things that are done or seen, business conducted, transactions made, viewed, watched, listened to, whatever in some way, shape, or form. The most predominant factor of the internet. Yeah. Um, and even prior to that, I mean, you you saw. I think prior to the internet. There really wasn't even a conversation of, of women and porn. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of this, uh, you know, you had this, it's, it's demeaning to women, it degrades them, and so it was almost too taboo for a woman to even admit that she watched Watch porn, it. wanted to watch porn. It was almost this immediate, ugh, repulsiveness type of reaction to it. I still think that there is a lot of that now. I think especially too, where you live. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where, where you are in the country really... You know, we are in Oklahoma, and it's the Bible Belt, uh-huh. and you know they have a typical conservative point of view mm-hmm. that you may see kind of in this Middle America, where it's it's not really it's still a little taboo to discuss. Um, there's not as many you know porn type of shops or places that you can go into to find you know sexy stuff for toys or things like that. Not like you see in a California or New York or. Um, you know, even I think we probably had more shops in Colorado, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, even compared to what they have here. Yeah. And so, depending on the conservative or the liberalness of where you live, may kind of dictate what's out there. But because of that, there's still a lot of closet porn viewing going on across the country. Yeah. Not but, not only across the country. Well, I would say more closet uh, stuff across the country. But I mean, around the world, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Porn is. Absolutely everywhere, and there's everybody watches it. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> Do you really think everybody? Maybe not everybody, but I mean, I would a lot, a good freaking chunk of people do. I, I think what what we've seen over the last ten years is more women are more comfortable saying that they watch it. Um, prior to that, prior to the internet age, especially because I just don't think it was. You didn't have there really wasn't anything designed for women. Mm-hmm. Really, you had to watch what a guy was into, and they've gotten more mainstream with the movies, mm-hmm. I guess specifically than and things like that. Where there's there's things that are catered to couples or catered to women, and it's not 
not all of it is this depraved type of actions that a lot of guys tend to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then I think that there is also the the porn or the the whole reason why a, a lot of women disagree with porn is because of there I guess there wasn't anything out there before maybe that represented for, their what yeah. they like to see. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, now there might Well, that's what I'm saying with uh-huh. the the stuff geared towards couples and uh-huh. you know, they'll have you can go to Adam and Eve and they have an entire like romance yeah. section of movies that But I still don't think that I mean, I know that women are not as comfortable with it as men even still. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right that yes, it's it's becoming uh women are being able to say more openly a, mm-hmm. a little bit more that they listen or that they watch porn. Right. But I still don't it's not oh, it's, yeah, nearly it's not, yeah, not like the men. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of men deny it. Yeah, that's most true men too. deny it. That's true. very that's very true. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so just so one of the things that that we looked at getting ready for this is um there is this big anti-porn website called Fight the New Drug. Um, and it's all, it's everything about what porn does to you, what it does your relationship, how it affects your brain. They have a ton of information on there. I don't, we don't necessarily agree with everything on their website, but they really dug in and got a lot of good numbers and statistics yeah. that we, we just kind of want to share because it gives you some perspective. Yeah, um, big time. One of the things you tend to see is, is, Women especially, when you say, oh, your, your husband watches porn. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Not my husband. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> and if you're saying, well, yeah, that's 99.9% and I am the 0.01%, you're still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to admit that their husband. And you're saying, well, my husband, he's a deacon at church. He's this. You're wrong. Uh-huh. He's watching porn. Yes. In some way, shape, or form, he is exposing himself to porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you say, well, you know, he used to have an addiction and he's over it and he doesn't do it anymore, you're wrong. He still does. He's still watching. <laughs> um, so, look at the file on his computer that says 2013 tax returns. I guarantee you that's not what it is. <laughs> but, so in 2018, so this these numbers are from one porn website. Just one. This is from Pornhub. So these numbers are just from one porn site on the freaking internet. And buckle up, because these statistics are staggering. In 2018, there were 33.5 billion visits to Pornhub. That means that there was over 92 million visits a day. That's crazy. To this place. Uh-huh. Um, Another note of that, the $33.5 billion in 2018 is up $5 billion from the previous year. My gosh. More than $5 billion increase in site to, once again, one website. Yeah. That is crazy. So even if you want to say that, well, my partner's not involved with the $5 billion increase, you're going to have a really hard time convincing me that they're not part of the 33.5 billion I know. hits that are coming through on that. 92 million visits a day. 92 million visits a day means, if once again, a little perspective, if the entire populations of Canada, Poland, and Australia visited a porn website every single day. 
It's yeah. three full countries worth of visits every day. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's outrageous. There was 30.3 billion searches, which equates to about 962 porn searches per second. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. 962 cir- seconds, or searches per second. Um, they had almost 5 million video uploads, uh, which that equates to a million hours of video that was uploaded. Wow. And if you're trying to figure out, well, a million videos, a million hours, hours. of the video, how much is that? If you started watching porn in 1903, <laughs> you would still be watching porn by the end of 2018 if you watched porn around the clock. 24 hours a day for 115 years. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, that is really crazy. Um, of the actual like files and, and bytes and things like that that were consumed, there was 4,403 petabytes of data. I don't even know what the hell a petabyte is. I've heard of like a gigabyte and a terabyte, but a petabyte is like Beyond. you know a gazillion yeah, or whatever no that, that ends to. But if you know what a gigabyte is, that's 147 gigabytes per second. Um, 529,000 gigabytes per hour and 12,700,000 gigabytes per day. Now, you may think, well, what, what does that even equate to? That's more bandwidth than the entire internet consumed. 12,700,800 gigabytes per day is more bandwidth than the entire inter- worldwide internet consumed in the year 2002. <laughs> Wow. So we're watching or downloading porn at a faster rate than everybody was utilizing the internet across the world in 2002. And once again, this is just from one website. This That's isn't counting amazing. porn across the Well, you know, I think about when I was in high school and I was a freshman. I remember being a freshman in high school and this is when it like, well, I guess when I started hearing about, you know, porn sites and mm-hmm. stuff and... I remember uh, I was in one of my computer classes. Um, I can't remember what, what kind of computer class. I remember the teacher's name. But um, he, he told us not to go to this specific website. Uh, it was like uh, usgovernment.com or something. Whitehouse.com. What, was it whitehouse.com? Yep. Okay. And um, – because you, because it, it's a porn, it was a porn yeah. site at that time. I don't know if it is still. It, it was White House, like dot. I don't think it was dot com. It was like dot org or dot net or something. No, like because uh, like well, because it was dot gov this, for the actual yeah for the actual one. one. Yeah. I think it was dot com hmm. though, but um, yeah. So, like the teacher had to warn us about that to not type that in mm-hmm. because puts it in again. We everybody would, was like, oh, let's go yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, of course, some boys get in trouble or whatever. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, and so I graduated high school in 2002. Mm-hmm. So just to think about like the year 2002, how how much porn the is, increase? Yeah, yeah, has increased. Yeah. I mean, every minute on Pornhub, there are over 207,000 videos viewed. Um, there's over 57,000 searches. They have uh, 271 videos rated, 528 videos added to their playlist. So they're, every minute they're adding 528 videos, or users or whoever are adding 528 videos per minute. Wow. I mean, that's, they don't have what that equates for the day, but I mean, that's, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, any, at every minute there are over 207,000 videos being watched on the site. So one of the other things they broke down, which 
we'll kind of get into this a little bit, but it's what are people watching? What oh, what are they searching yeah. for and what videos? Now, keep in mind, this is worldwide uh-huh. of people that are accessing Pornhub. So there may be things on here that you're like, what the heck is that? Yeah. Um, now, they list 25. I'm not going to read all 25, but the top 10 were number one. Hold on. Let me go 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Three, four, five. All right. So number 10 uh-huh. was Korean. Just people were searching Korean. Uh-huh. Number nine was massage. Number eight was Asian. So you kind of got, you know, Korean, Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven was teen. Number six was mom. Number five was Japanese, which you look at the populations of Asia and yeah. Korea and Japan and China uh-huh. and all that. And I think that that probably, ha- well, I know, I mean, I know there's a lot of. A lot American of that, males that, that look up Asian women. Yeah, because uh, that's um, like their fantasy and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number four was stepmom. So we've had mom, then you got stepmom. Uh, right below that at number three is MILF. So out of the top ten, three of them have to do with some kind of mother figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is hentai, which is uh, kind of like Japanese animation porn. Oh, yeah. And then number one is lesbian. Yeah. Uh, it's still... So that that's your top ten: um, Korean massage, Asian teen mom, Japanese stepmom, MILF, hentai lesbian. Uh, other things on the list that I thought was funny was Fortnite, the video game. What? So I guess there's like Fortnite porn. Oh. Where they've taken like the animation from the characters. Yeah. And turned it into. I mean, uh, you can porn make stuff. they can make porn anything porn mm-hmm. really. <laughs> yeah, they can. Well, anime's on on the list. Cartoon. Um, Fortnite, hentai, so a lot of cartoon type of stuff. Overwatch is another video game thing. So you're oh. seeing kind of the the nerddom uh-huh. really lapsing over into porn. Yeah. Um, of people that are into that type <laughs> of stuff. Nerddom. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're in the top twenty five on multiple levels of what they're looking at. Wow. Um, so I mean, and there's there's other stuff you'd think of that's like threesomes and uh-huh. and and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, Chinese is on there, so you get a lot of of that that kind of mix on there. But uh, that's what everybody's searching for. And I, I know I've seen a graph of in the United States, like regionally, like or statewide, what's each state's top porn search or something uh-huh. like that. And and some of them are are funny, uh-huh. some are weird, and some of them are odd. Um, but what what's really I guess to take away from that? Well, what are the top searches? Is I mean these are you know those billions of searches and billions of people on there. This is what they're watching, mm-hmm. and it's not all, I guess, normalized porn. Yeah. Um, th- there's things that I think are damaging about those. I mean the the teen section of porn is basically it's not um, child pornography. Mm-hmm. It's 18 year old girls that they want to look as young as possible because there are billions of men wanting to watch a fantasy of a underage girl having sex with an of age man. Mm-hmm. That's so, I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it is. If that's in the top 10. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, like, I think they said like rule number 34, if you can fantasize or fetish about it, it exists. I know. Um, there's anything and everything on on these websites that are for some people can look very depraved and and grotesque and inappropriate and things like that um and these are all things like legally people can watch it's not even getting into the 
the pedophilia side of porn that mm-hmm. you know people can get on the dark web or or whatever they're doing. Right. Um, but like even the 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 hentai stuff when, when they put it because we were like, what the hell is that? Yeah, we, we, didn't, know yeah, we didn't know what that was. Um, but one of the things that it capitalizes on are these. They can get away with more in this because it's animation. But the animation uh. includes sex with children, animals. Oh my gosh! And all really? Kind of, yeah. So it's bestiality, pedophilia, all this stuff. But it's in a cartoon-based format, so it's not nobody's being exploited. Right. Right. Um, so they're able to push the boundary. It, it's you know similar as we see TV shows push the boundary. They can get away with more in a cartoon, yeah. because it's not a real uh-huh. child going through it. I know. But that's what they're doing in porn as well. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I I even think that like the anime shows, TV shows, are pretty risque. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're like, what the hell? Like, why? Why are why are you watching this? Or why are you letting your child watch this when yeah. you know the girl's boobs are po- accidentally popping out of her shirt mm-hmm. or whatever? And it's supposed to be a Cartoon. A cartoon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's one of the things you look at some of the some of the artwork from from those things, like uh-huh. the statues. I mean, it's it's a completely over sexualization of mm-hmm. a unrealistic type of person. Yeah, it is that they just take a, a big set of boobs and put them on. And the thing that I always thought was funny is all that's coming out of Asia. Mm-hmm. And it does not reflect what the women look like over there at all. Yeah. I at know. all. Proportionately, yeah. height, size, boobs, butts, hips, uh-huh. nothing. Yeah. But that's what their fantasy is. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's weird. I know. Um, but so, the, I mean, that that's just kind of some of the state of the state as far as, as, as where we're at and how much porn is consumed. And once again, I think, I think it's important to share that just because... I don't think the, the the general public actually understands how much is consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, putting that out there and like actually looking at those numbers just from the one mm-hmm. website is crazy. Yep, I can't, I couldn't believe those numbers on mm-hmm. when we saw them. We're like, what? Well, and that's where it's like, what do you, what do you, when your husband goes to the bathroom and takes his phone, what do you think he's looking at? Uh huh. Because chances are, it's probably not Facebook. Uh-huh. It's probably not the news. You you run a much higher... Well, I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't say every time, but... Well, according to those yeah. numbers, I would say you have a much higher chance if you kick that door in, your husband's going to be sitting on the toilet looking at porn <laughs> than, than he is reading the news. I, well, I know. I you know? know? I mean, yeah. USA Today and uh-huh. Washington Post don't even get, you know, an 18th of the views that Pornhub does. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. Jeez. Well, I think, like, well, even, like, talking about what we talked about last week when we said to put the phones down <laughs> and everything, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, porn included, you yeah. know, with with that as well. Right. Um, people just... I, I guess you wouldn't... Most people, or most women, wouldn't think that, oh, my husband is, is doing that all the time, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you said that too. But you, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really don't know if, if he is or not. Well, one of the things, and, and you bring that up, and this is why I think it's important for women to understand, because in the United States, out of the visits to Pornhub, only 28% of them were women. 
Oh, really? Yep, 72% were men. Uh-huh. Um, now, the women were up, up 3% across the world uh-huh. in 2000. I mean, you figure if they're going to add 5 billion you know, yeah. views, then the, you've got to... It's women doing it, too. It's yeah. not just men. It's both in being included. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, on average across the world, you, you the lowest... The lowest split as far as 38% women and 62% men is from the Philippines. Oh, and the yeah. highest is Germany, 24% women and six, or 76% men. So U.S. aren't too far off of the high. You know, 28 women, 20% women, 72% men. Oh, wow. So we are in that you know top five, top six higher category of men are consuming way more of the porn yeah. than women, uh-huh. which shouldn't be a shocker. But I think because of that... Women can be very clueless mm-hmm. as to how much porn their partner is actually watching. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that men don't openly talk to women about. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. And they're less likely to talk about it to their partner. <laughs> well, I think, the, I think the thing is, is that nobody, I guess if you're... Not in a, a open, communicative type relationship, mm-hmm. you're not going to bring it up or want to bring it up. Right. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And who's going to bring it up? The guy's not going to bring it up. He's not going to be like... you talking about when they don't communicate? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when they don't communicate. Right. He's not going to bring it up because he's fearing that... He's going to be judged. Yeah. Yeah. His wife is going to be mad. Mm-hmm. And then she's not going to bring it up until he gets caught. <laughs> right. Well, and that's that. just like anything else, porn is something that you should address early on in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not before you've had sex. <laughs> not before you've had yeah. sex? I, I don't think you should probably bring it up prior to. Yeah. Um, but I think that would be better than waiting until you've been married for five years. Yeah. But I think that... You know, one one of the things that, you know, we, we talk about this all kind of little aspects and facets of, of as you develop in your relationship, but it's you need to know that you're compatible. If you want to consume porn, doesn't take a fucking genius to tell you that maybe you should be with a partner that wants to consume porn as much, or as porn as, as well. well. Uh-huh. And if you want to watch it, you need to have a partner that wants to watch it. The thing with porn, is, it's the same, I, I, it's funny because I, I think back to, um, like how, like how young girlfriends would respond to other things like in high school. And, and one of the things that they would do is, because I, I, I would have girlfriends that, that would say this, like you would meet and maybe you would start dating and they'd be like, um, I just need to know, you don't smoke pot, do you? Mm-hmm. No guy in the history of getting that question at 16 to 18 years old, it says, well, yeah, I get high all the time <laughs> because the attitude of you don't smoke pot, do you? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Hell, oh, no. Drugs are bad. I mean, that's exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Because you don't want to blow a chance with this. But women, grown women, tend to do that with porn. Uh-huh. Um, well, I think not even... Uh, I would say it, it even... Jeez. <laughs> it even starts when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Because I remember myself kind of feeling that way. You're even feeling, like, uh, jealous or envious, even, of... Um, magazines, like not even full blown, full blown porn magazines, but like, you know, like 
For Him magazine mm-hmm. or Maxim. Maxim and stuff and all that. Yeah, those magazines, because they were really big when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember my boyfriend always getting those. And I felt insecure because he's looking at these... Half-naked women. Yeah, at the time. And, and I think that that's... I think that's when it starts. And then, you know, you're like... Then you just wonder how much worse of stuff he is looking right. at. Well, and I think that for for men, I think that they're... Mentally, I, they categorize that. I think that... The girls that were in those those type of magazines were they looked at them for different reasons than I think guys actually watched porn. Mm. Um, depending on what type of porn, I mean, because when you when when you're looking at at a magazine of a, of a scantily clad woman, or even even if you want to go into like you're looking at a Playboy or something of, of a naked woman, mm-hmm. it's the female body on some kind of display, which is different than actually watching. Two people have sex. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a different... I think there's a different intent to it. I think that um, for most guys, it's probably going to end in masturbation no matter what they were looking at anyway, especially mm-hmm. if you know, they're doing it by themselves. But I, I think that there was a difference of, well, do you want to watch two people having sex or do you just want to look at a girl in a bikini? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, sometimes I, you know, I just want to look at a girl in a bikini because... She's pretty, and she has a nice body. And this one, I want to actually see the act of sex taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, more on something that is, I don't know if it's more of kind of a, a, a visual thing of living vicariously through the movie. Because you can't do that when you're just looking at a picture of, of a woman. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's, there's, I think it probably just hits on different senses, and there's different intent behind both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what you bring up is exactly what a lot of women feel is if, if you're looking at this and I know about it, what are you looking at that I don't know about? Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. And I think that's very valid be, mm-hmm. because who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, when you start looking at all the fetish stuff out there, it takes, you know, when you look at some of these really weird fetishes, it's not weird because, you know, 1% of the population likes it. It's much higher than that. Yeah. I mean, you're talking millions of people are into, I'm trying to think of one that would, you know, somebody dressed up like a baby taking a rattler up the butt or something. I don't know. I mean, something weird. Uh There has to be at least (laughs) some kind of audience to have that created Mm -hmm. out of something. And, And once again, if you can think of it, it's out there somewhere. Yeah. And so that's where I think that, it starts to get a little more, especially from the female perspective, like, what? I mean, Two Girls, One Cup was like a huge... Oh my gosh, that was a big deal. Like a huge yeah. thing that the shock value of it and the... There was more of a game to it, like, oh, have you seen this? You got to watch it. And you weren't watching the video, you, you were watching, watching the, the person. person's reaction yeah. to watching that. Uh-huh. Um, but that was really the first kind of... Really far, that is fucking disgusting uh-huh. that had so many views because of the shock value yeah. and the reaction that people got from it. Now, I don't think those are very common that you don't really see those things coming up that much. Yeah. But that desensitizes you. Yeah. Once you watch Two Girls, One Cup, 
what else is really going to shock you too much? That's true. I know. Yeah, I know. I think that, like, when it comes to, when it comes to porn, um, it's people, I think that a lot of women initially feel really prude, at least maybe I, maybe I felt a little bit prudish when I was younger, mm-hmm. but then as I got older and it, I mean, it's, it's just people having sex, right? you know, and you're talking regular mainstream porn though. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not crazy. Mm-hmm. I guess not crazy stuff. Um, but even, even still like crazy stuff, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe sometimes even comical just like right. to see something different or something that you wouldn't think that you would ever watch, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. I think that, uh, that you just need to, you need to get comfortable with the fact that it's happening. Everybody is a lot. Most people are mm-hmm. watching some sort of porn. Well, and I think that, that that's kind of, I guess where I was going with my initial comment of the, oh, you don't watch porn, do mm-hmm. you, is there's still a negative tag on it. Mm-hmm. There's still this kind of taboo, and I, people, guys especially, feel they have to sneak and watch it because they don't want to be judged, and then they get caught, and it's this, you know, oh, I've got an addiction, or um, or they try to just normalize, like, it's just porn, there's nothing wrong with it, everybody's doing it. And, and I think that you'll, from the therapeutic and psychology side of it depending on on that person's roots will depend on what they say from it if you're talking to a religious you know marriage counselor therapist you know porn addiction counselor whatever you want to put them on there it's very anti this is a problem you need to quit doing this right away yeah but then if you have somebody from the secular world you need to pray about it (laughs) yeah you need to pray about it and you need to let god take control of this Mm -hmm. and 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 all that and you know, there's another prominent podcast out there where I, I'm still very curious as to what he got caught watching. Oh, I know. Because it's never really come out, and I don't know if it was something that he should be embarrassed about or if it was just regular porn. But any type of porn, of course, was awful. Uh-huh. And well, not even not even just porn. Yeah, but, but like, he has to like they won't watch like Game of Thrones. Sh- yeah, or something. shows with we're well, not even Game of Thrones. Like other shows on. It didn't even have to be as, as, and I don't think Game of Thrones is that raunchy. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, even I was they were talking about stuff more on like Netflix. nudity and stuff. Yeah. They're talking that. about stuff on Netflix. Like, oh, we can't watch that because there's sex in it. But it's not like, not even nudity sex. Like, not even nudity movie sex. Yeah. It's just, you can tell people are under the covers doing stuff. And it's like, <laughs> like American Horror Story type sex. Oh, It's not yeah. really. That, that, that one uh, season was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty raunchy. That was pretty, yeah. But. You know, so he has to avoid all of those because they're triggers. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's like I can't be around. I can't walk past Victoria's Secrets because it's a trigger. And yeah. I can't, sack up, dude. <laughs> really? I mean, come on. You know, we can't go to the water park because the girls in bikinis are triggers. Well, you, 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 you. I my my guess is you're just not having enough sex. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. That's weird. But but the you know the secular view on it is. It's normal, it's fine, everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't agree with either one of those. I don't agree with the bashing of it Mm -hmm. that this is going to ruin your marriage and and your husband is a a pervert and, you know, I I don't agree with that label, but I also don't agree with the, 
oh, it's fine, everybody's doing it. Because mm-hmm. I think it depends on the context. Right, yeah. And that's where, you know, the bad, the bad side, you know, after talking about the numbers and what's going on, the bad side, of course, is what we've discussed before. Are you using porn to replace having sex with your partner? Yeah, I, that's the biggest thing. And I think that that's what... That's why people end up having problems mm-hmm. with porn and their relationship. Because, one, they're probably not having enough sex. So one of the partners, whether it be male or female, is trying to fill that void with mm-hmm. something else, with porn. Yeah. And, and even, like, with... Because, um, you know, we're talking about... We've talked about movies or Pornhub or whatever... But even the books, well, you know, the Fifty Shades of Grey and all that stuff, too. Women are doing the same damn shit. Yeah. But with books. Right. And I mean, not only books, but mm-hmm. that it's the same thing. Well, and that's where you'll, you'll, you'll hear some argument that it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a book. It's not visual. But you need to keep in mind that more men are visually mm-hmm. stimulated than uh-huh. women. Uh, a lot of guys won't won't read a story and be like, "Oh, that's super hot." Hey, dude, read this romance novel. Check this out. This is, you know, it's the paperback version of Backdoor Sluts Nine. You'll love it. You know, we they want to watch yeah. a movie. They don't want to uh-huh. read a book. But women have better imaginations. Mm-hmm. They don't need the visual stimulation as much, and they can read a book and they get the same sensation. If you're sneaking off into your bathroom to make a bath. A bubble bath for yourself, and you got candles lit, and you're using the shower head to get off reading Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the same fucking thing mm-hmm. as your partner running to the bathroom with their phone out, jerking off on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds different, but you're both basically doing the same thing. Yeah, and you have to admit that. Mm-hmm. And but people still want to deny. Oh, it's not the same thing. It's not. It's not this because of they 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 will equate the. I'm not watching two other people having sex. And once again, like, that's this horribly awful thing to be witness to. Mm-hmm. There's a lot worse things people could be watching on the internet than porn. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, going back to what you were saying, though, about about the, you know, it not being, um, uh, oh, everybody's doing it. Right. It's normalized. It's and- Yeah, oh, that's just normal. But it, it all depends on... How your partner feels about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it, it's the same. I, you could have that argument with all kinds of stuff and replace it with with whatever, you know, whether it's, well, pot's legal, you know, now, and, and it's not a big deal. Everybody's smoking pot. Well, mm-hmm. if your partner has a problem with it, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, drinking alcohol, everybody, everybody drinks, it's okay. Well, if you're an alcoholic, it's a problem. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with porn. Once again, if you're using it to replace your partner or using it to get a sensation or satisfaction that your partner is either a unwilling to give you or b doesn't provide you or or c doesn't know that they should be providing you Mm -hmm. you're not communicating enough and and you're using that to harm your relationship yeah um you know and i think that i I think for a lot of married guys i mean i think single guys you're just exposed to it Mm -hmm. i mean it's it even if you aren't really that interested in it People are going to bring it up. People are going to send you things. They're going to message you stuff, send you whatever, tag you in things. Um, you know, even when I was working for the government, they people would email me stuff through the mm-hmm. government server all the time. 
of of porn, you know, and they had to constantly like have people sign stuff that you won't look at this. And you didn't have to go to a website. It was just somebody taking an actual floppy disk with crap on it and putting it in their computer and sending it to you via email. Uh. Um, and so you were just exposed to it on some level. Uh-huh. And so I think for, for a lot of men, it just kind of, it's this kind of background noise to uh-huh. a point. And I don't think, and this is just my perspective based on my own past experiences, I don't think people, guys, get into relationships thinking that I'm going to be with this person and still watch porn all the time. Mm-hmm. I think porn shows up to fill the need that's not being met in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think initially that is the quantity of sex. Uh, in my last marriage, I watched porn probably at least one to three times a day. At some point in time, because I was not sexually satisfied. Mm-hmm. And even just watching someone else f- fill filled that need mm-hmm. of having some kind of sexual experience on a regular basis. So I know from my own experience, it came up because the absence of something else. Mm-hmm. In our relationship, it's not. Yeah. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that on occasion <laughs> we will do together. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not this sneaking around and looking at stuff that, you know, you can't provide. Yeah. Because. Or I don't provide, you know, like, I mean, because it wasn't even something that your ex couldn't provide. It was just she didn't provide it. Yeah. And didn't want to. And she was okay with you watching porn because. It meant I wasn't bugging her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, well, hell, this is, this is nice. Like, I don't have to deal with you at least but at least she felt <laughs> that way yeah you you can't be like i'm not having sex with you and i better not catch you watching porn. yeah if you aren't having sex with your partner you can't get mad about them watching porn mm-hmm. you just can't i know now if they're the ones that say and that was you know i've talked about it before that guy on that documentary that yeah his wife wanted to have sex with him and he was pushing her away and wouldn't have sex because he was watching porn too much mm-hmm. that's a big problem that's a huge problem and that's not the woman's fault. That's so weird too, because that one that is like something that you you don't think would really happen very often mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I, I wonder. How often I know. I wonder how often it happens. And I mean, it was a good-looking couple too, and and she was wanting to have sex, but he just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. It's <laughs> that was. That one was really... Yeah, he would rather watch porn than have sex with her. Which, I mean, once again, another prominent podcast out there. She admittedly uses vibrators more than they have sex. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, Yeah. You know? It is. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, mean, he may not want to have sex with her anyway because she doesn't look that appealing. But (laughs) But we... uh, I mean, we always... I think with everything, everything, if, you know, if you, if there's too much of it, it has to be moderation. Yeah. In moderation. Moderation is key um, when it comes to all this stuff. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think that, um, you know, we've addressed it with other issues, but kind of going back to what you said, 
if if it's a problem or there's there's an issue with it from your partner, then it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. But that's why. And, and if you're married and you're like, well, I've been sneaking around for years watching this, and my partner doesn't know. Do you come clean now, or do you just keep sneaking around until you get caught? I and know. and you probably aren't going to outgrow it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if people just think, well, once I hit 60, 70 years old, I don't want to watch porn anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I doubt it. I know. Well, and that's another thing, too. So, um, like, porn, quote-unquote, addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I really don't think that you could be addicted to porn. I don't think it's a... I don't think that's a real thing. I don't either. I, I think that... and And... I'm pretty cold-hearted when it comes with any kind of addiction. I think it's just a matter of willpower. I think people use the word addiction in replacement of you just aren't a strong enough person to not do what you know you shouldn't be doing. Uh-huh. And so it's, it's, it's able to, you're giving yourself a free pass by saying, well, I'm addicted and I don't have control over this. And that's my whole problem with the 12-step programs uh-huh. because it's relieving the individual with the addiction of the responsibility to take care of it on their own uh-huh um, and i feel the same way about porn it's like um randy, randy on from south, south park, park. yeah Stan, i'm sick, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. yeah but i i think it's the same thing with porn i think the same thing with sex addiction mm-hmm. i i don't think you're gonna find well i guess the counter argument is the example we gave of the guy mm, i know uh-huh of is that would that be is that the actual is it addiction yeah Mm. is is that what the actual addict looks like but what we tend to see with porn is a woman that is having very boring sex with her partner or not having sex with him at all he starts watching porn and gets caught Uh and then he says i'm real messed up yeah i've got an addiction (laughs) instead of saying bitch you ain't putting out (laughs) i'm watching porn (laughs) you know and and so that's then he has to feel bad because, you know he and he's thinking well, I wasn't cheating on you. You don't want to have sex with me. I'm not trying to go have sex with other people. I just watch yeah. porn. Uh-huh. And now he's made to feel like this awful person mm-hmm. because he got caught in nine times out of ten he was put in that situation by his partner. I know who refused to have sex with him. Uh-huh. Now stepping back from that. And kind of going back to why you need to address this during the dating period in the courtship is you need to know what your partner is into. Mm-hmm. I I never understood why guys would marry a girl or be in a relationship with a woman and then watch porn that was completely... No, I don't even want to say the 180, but not attainable by the person that they chose to marry. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you're into midget porn, why did you marry a full-grown woman? Yeah. You know, I if know. you're into Asian porn, why did you marry some sweet Southern belle from Georgia? Yeah. You know, if... And, and so I, I never understood that. Yeah. Um, well, I know, and that's... And I'm sure the women that find... They're men watching different porn that they there's no way that they can even please their partner. Mm-hmm. It, it's very hurtful, yeah. and they're like, "Well, what am I supposed to do now?" Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I can't role play right. like for this type of thing, you know. Yeah. If that's what they were wanting, what like. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know. I think that would be very hurtful. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that that's... 
I think guys will tend to be like, it's just, it's just, people dismiss fantasies like they can't be harmful. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's almost the same as saying, uh, well, I can't control what I dream. Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, I, I just have a fantasy and it doesn't mean anything. It's not like I want to live it out. But that doesn't mean that it's still not hurtful. And, and what I would say to the guys is if you want to put all these little fantasy porn things in a, in a bucket that your partner can't meet, how would you feel if your partner was like, well, you know, uh, I, I watch porn about a woman getting banged by 10 dudes at once. That's what I'm into. That's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, how, how would you feel about that? I know. Yeah, because you're, you would probably be like, Shit, does she really want to be yeah. banged by 10 different dudes? She, all, all the movies and stuff she watches about sleeping with the, the neighbor boy. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're in your 40s or 50s and there's some you know, 19-year-old kid living next to you that's ripped. <laughs> and your know. wife's watching all of these, the younger woman. You know, she's watching the MILF videos, but from her perspective as the MILF. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, all, all those MILF videos, they're not all searched by men. Uh-huh. A lot that's of you true. have wives out there that are the MILF. Uh-huh. And they're the mom, and they're the stepmom, and they're watching these videos of really young guys having sex with middle-aged women because that's what they want, and your Viagra impotent ass isn't providing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. So put it in that context and see if that's not hurtful for a guy. I know. Yeah. Um, because it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think, what, I think there's a piece of this I don't, I don't – you know, people don't look at it from the perspective of somebody else's position on it. Mm-hmm. And so they don't think it's hurtful and they think, well, it's just a fantasy and it's just, you know, this and this and, and it's no, no big deal. And, but look at it from the other person's perspective. How would you feel I know. In, in that situation? If you aren't the person that they are wanting or fantasizing about having sex with because of your look, your ethnicity, your dick size, your whatever it is... You can't tell me you wouldn't be hurt by that if I you're know. a guy. Uh-huh. And if you aren't, then you aren't invested in the relationship that much in the first place. That's true. I know. Because nobody wants their partner that they love and adore and want to have sex with secretly wanting to have sex with other people. I know. Or secretly wanting sex that you can't provide. Uh-huh. Um, so I, so I, I never really got that that aspect of why so many guys would have this, these, I don't like even call them fetishes, but these preferences about their sexuality. And then they, and so then that, that uh, I'm always like, well, well then do you think about that when you're having sex with your partner? I know. Why, why well, would you? Well, that's the other thing that yeah. you, I don't, I don't know. Cause, uh, a lot of people, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't know the, exactly how this works, but like for you and I, we don't, we don't watch porn and think, oh, I want, I wish that, like me. I'm going to pretend that, that's you. Yeah, I wish yeah. that dude was dicking me down or whatever. Right. But a lot of people do, mm-hmm. you know, or a woman could be like, oh man, yeah, I wish that he was b- big like that dude. Or yeah. I wish he had muscles like that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird for, I guess it's weird for us or it's easy for us to say that. You know, we could. That's why you got to get with your fantasy. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's right? it. That's a whatever your whatever your fantasy is, yeah. just get with the, <laughs> that type of person. But I don't know. It's uh, uh, one thing that I was thinking though is because you said you know to address it early on. Mm-hmm. 
And how how do you address it though? Like what I, I'm trying to think of like even well, with us. What happened? I remember what happened with us was I I just asked you. Uh-huh. I said, hey, would you? We we had been together for a couple of months, uh-huh. and we were having sex every time we were together, uh-huh. and it was just you know we we were trying all kinds of stuff, yeah. and it was just fun and exciting, and I think it was just kind of in the progression of. Of doing all of these things, it was like, "Hey, do you want to watch? Do you want to watch a porn tonight?" Uh-huh. Like, yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, and and that was and that was it. And that was it because <laughs> I don't remember like exactly how it yeah. how it came up or or what. But once again, it was it was just a normal couples porn. Yeah, it wasn't something crazy. You know, downtown bowling alley with. You know, bowling pins getting shoved into people or anything like. I mean, it was just regular couples. Yeah. Have it, not the boring. You know, uh, what's some of the lame ones like the you know, ten sexual positions to try with real couples? You know, there's some lame ass instructor led version <laughs> yeah. of porn. I mean, it was just uh-huh. it was a movie with a shitty plot and shitty acting with couples having sex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was like, oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. It's something to incorporate, just like it is role playing massaging, uh, you know, whatever else you want to do, a little bit of bondage here and there. It, it's just something else that I believe, once, and we believe, once again, in moderation, uh-huh. can add fun and yeah. excitement oh, yeah. and spice, but it can't be your go-to. Mm-mm. And that's where you tend to see a lot of bad things happen of, of guys or girls that are like, well, if we're going to have sex, let's throw on a porn first. I know. You're telling your partner that you have to get in the mood by watching other people because they aren't sexually attractive enough yeah. to you for you to want to have sex with them without doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is the biggest thing, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, because it, and it makes the person feel, whether it be the guy or the girl wanting to initiate that, you know, oh, let's throw in a porn every time, every time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it makes the partner feel insecure yeah. about themselves mm-hmm. and i guess it was probably it probably was a good it was a good time like when we were together and we started to throw porn in every once in a while like mm-hmm. because we were having sex so often and and maybe maybe you should do that when you're but when it, you're having fun with it and yeah you're, and you're, it didn't come from a well, we've tried everything. Right. What else can we do? This is yeah. so boring. Let's try porn. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just, like I said, it was just kind of part of the... Ooh, let's try something new. Yeah, let's try something fun. Yeah. But it wasn't try something new because what we were doing was boring. Right, right, right. And uh-huh. that's what people have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, and we once again, we were, we were older. You were getting close to 30. I was in my mid-30s. We weren't... Mm-hmm. Two young, inexperienced idiots that knew nothing about pleasing one another. Well, I know. And I think that, like, you know, for me, how I said earlier that when I was younger, I it, I was insecure about it. And mm-hmm. it, it, when you do get older, you become more, I guess... Yeah, but we... I mean, you get a little more confident and uh-huh. in, in secure in your own sexuality. But I think with us... We had been on a you know two month sex rampage where there was no doubt that we didn't rev each other's engines. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Know. Oh yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Jeez, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I think that there is a timing of that. Uh-huh. I don't think you want to wait until 
the sex dies off and you're like, well, how the hell do I say no. this? Let's watch porn. No, you don't want to. And you be. don't want to be like, well, I want to see what she's in, so I'm going to ask her, you know, let's, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to throw in, you know, uh, all anal all the time on our third date just to see if she's into it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you don't be a fucking idiot. You got to work up to those type of things. Right. And, and take it off piece by piece and, and build up to those things. Um, mm-hmm. And but once again, you need to communicate. Yeah. And, and and porn is a great way to watch that movie, have fun, have some good hot sex, and talk about it. Uh huh. I know. Even if it was like a goofy, a yeah. goofy porn or something. Well, we'll be like, <laughs> God, that girl's that girl's moan is so fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh huh. Or did you see that pimple on her butt the whole time? <laughs> what the hell's that about? You know, or whatever it is. So it can be kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's. It's it's a nice way to just incorporate something different here and there, mm-hmm. and and have fun. But I also think for inexperienced couples, mm-hmm. if they're careful with what they what type of porn they consume, it it can be a learning tool yeah, for that's them. Very true. I too. think a lot of a lot of times when you have inexperienced couples or young couples that get together, there's a lot of just nervousness and prudishness that's natural and some inhibitions that are, are are just there because you haven't had any sexual freedom or sexual exploration mm-hmm. and porn can be very intimidating to someone like that oh yeah um so you have to watch that but you know at the same time it's like you know well, I, I don't I, even t- I don't even think to only someone like that i think that porn can be intimidating to Someone, I, I'm. I go back to myself. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, I thought you were going to drop somebody's name. That would have been awful. Awesome. <laughs> no, I go back to myself, and and it's like I think that it was probably intimidating to me too, like when I was younger. Yeah. But if I guess if you're if you're comfortable with your partner, and you guys have, you know, the open communication and the good re- relationship with each other, it's not going to be. Something that is uncomfortable and something even that you act like a little kid about, you know? What do you mean? Like you're shy and yeah, or too you coy like, to talk about it Yeah, or and you start like giggling, or, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, and stuff. Well, I think it gives you, I think it gives you an opportunity, especially if, if you want to explore porn as a couple, um... Watching it and communicating while you're watching it gives you an idea of what the other person is or isn't into. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example of it, but like, oh, okay, okay, like 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 the the multiple partners at once. Mm-hmm. If you know you're a girl and a lot of straight. Well, I don't know. Some straight women don't want to watch lesbian porn. Uh-huh. So they don't want to watch one guy with two girls because there's lesbian action in it. But what if that's your partner's fantasy? Uh-huh. And so you can say, well, can, can we skip this scene? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to watch two girls going at it. Yeah. And that you should register that. So don't start buying... You know, three th- threesomes on campus four. Yeah, I to bring know. Home, oh, I got this new threesome movie because she's not into that. Uh-huh. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's kind of almost a safe way to have some candid conversations about your own sexual preferences and what you have. And I think if you're doing it when you're dating, 
you get a lot of uncomfortable stuff out of the way down the road. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, and, and we we kind of talked about it a little bit. The, like, but do you think when when you're dating, when you're just dating, you people can tend to be more, I guess, reserved, reserved yeah. with it with everything, and not really want to to talk about it or bring it up or I don't know. Well, I think so, but I think that's why you need to force the conversations when you're in that courtship period. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you're, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you tend to, we, we've, we were really good communicators while we were dating, but we're better communicators now. Mm-hmm. And so the, the hope is you become a better communicator as you move forward. The, what prevents that is when you're doing something or you're into something you know your partner doesn't agree with. Mm-hmm. So if your partner isn't into porn or you're feeling embarrassed about the porn and you don't have the conversations about it, you're going to mess up your entire communication mm-hmm. process because the longer you wait, it's like, you know, getting the bad report card and trying to postpone telling your parents forever. Yeah. You, you've done something that you know your partner isn't going to approve of and now you're keeping a secret and you're living a lie and the longer you wait to talk about it, the more painful it's going to be mm-hmm. at that point in time. So yeah. I think that that's where you can test the waters. And, and, and sometimes you may have to decide, is this person I'm with that's not into porn worth me not having porn in my life for? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the answer is yes. Yeah. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is find someone that will watch that porn with you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's where it, it comes in with the... With the the sexual, um, you know what what you're into, your preferences, what you like, and your desires, and, and all that stuff as well. Of, of you know, I, I think I've used the example before, but you know, going to the anal stuff. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you know you're really really wanting to try, and your partner's just not having into every time it, you're watching a porn and an anal scene comes up, and they're like, ugh, ugh, change it. That's so gross. Mm-hmm. Do you have the well, it might be fun to try once. I know. You know, and if she's like, no, it's exit only. I'm sorry, dude. You ain't ever living out that fantasy. <laughs> and are you okay not ever dealing with that? Yeah. And if you are, then that's fine. And you're missing out on an awesome experience. So just know that. <laughs> but, find, you know, or do you find somebody that is into that? Uh-huh. I know. But you need to know that before you're married. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of women that are like, you know what? I wasn't into anal, but now that we're married, I'm really into it. <laughs> I don't think that happens. I don't know. I mean, I guess... I guess I, it depends on your age and how you yeah. explore it and open up as you uh, get older, maybe. I think so. Because I think that, you know, as you as you get older and and mature more into your sexual desires and stuff, I think that you may be open to try different things. Do you think those change? I think so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I do. I think especially like with with women as women get older and stuff too, like because you you hear or a lot of even women that are that get divorced and then go find a new partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. They a lot of those women are open to trying new different things that they would have not tried with their previous partner. So you you. You don't think they want to do that with the other partner? I don't 
know. Is that, I, don't I don't know. What's I right don't know wrong. what it is. I, I I think maybe the they don't want to try it with the other partner. Maybe because the other partner because it's not new and exciting anymore. Oh, okay. Or something. I don't. Well, yeah, know. Yeah, but wouldn't you think trying that stuff would help things become new and exciting? I don't know. I think that. Or do you think people just hit a point where it's like, I just want to try anything with you? Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. unfortunately. But I think that, I think for women like that, I think that you should be open to to trying new things. Yeah, well, and, and I agree. I, I think that there are, I think there are women in relationships now that are probably very inhibited with their current partner for... A variety of reasons. I think it's probably normal communication. I think it's probably emotional detachment. I think it's probably physical attractiveness. Mm-hmm. I think it's your own libido mm-hmm. and your your desires for sexuality where be, you your relationship has become stagnant. Where because of life, because of being together, because of, of kids, because of work, because of stress, whatever else that has happened since you've become married... The sex just isn't a priority anymore. And you start to just kind of mentally think about other things. But I do think that you can take a woman that's in that rut that may not be very sexually active. They may not be into trying anything outside of missionary position with the lights off. And you put her with the right person that Mm -hmm. hits her senses emotionally and visually Mm -hmm. and physically and she's going to open up and, and try new things. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I completely agree with that. And I think that that's why you see women that get away from their husbands and step away from that rut on you know a girl's trip or the Stella's got her groove back type mm-hmm. of scenario where they get away from the rut mm-hmm. and they see something new and exciting and it's like... They they are more open to try those things. It's, it's ill timed. <laughs> well, I know. But, I know. And I think that that's why you see women that are the cougars and mm-hmm. stuff, and trying to find a a young hot dude to to try these things with, and 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 like I don't know. I think that even some women would have have this weird little thing where they they're like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that that young boy's like first Teacher for or something. Yeah, yeah for anal or whatever. I, I think that they have this weird little, I don't know, this weird little fantasy thing for mm-hmm. themselves to to be yeah the teacher I guess. Well, and I think that that's where you know one of the things that you see these these guys go through that emotionally and mentally disconnect from their partner is she tries to find it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts behaving in a manner that she wouldn't with you. And, and I think that sometimes it's, it's the hard truth of you're not worth it. Yeah. You, you, the guy, you aren't providing her with what she feels needs to be reciprocated in a sexual manner. I know. I wonder like, I wonder what a guy could do though in that in that situation like if well, there's anything that he could do. Well, and I'm sure it's like everything else with with a marriage going downhill. I think there's there's probably been a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just one thing. You're 
you, you don't you don't go from having great fun adventurous sex with your partner to one day it just stops. Mm-hmm. There are things that happen. You you become more consumed with other aspects of your life slowly. Uh-huh. You you become less and less attentive to your partner slowly. Mm-hmm. You you know it may start with with forgetting this or not doing that or or you know something as simple as you know after twelve years of marriage that's the first day he's left the house and didn't give me a kiss goodbye. Yeah, and then that turns into he forgot my birthday till the day of, and I had to remind him that our anniversary was coming up. And and I think that you just start to gradually see these changes where. Somebody just looks back and says, he didn't give a shit about me anymore. We used to have something great, and now it's gone. Uh-huh. And I think that, very similar to your old situation, once you wake up and realize that that's happened, you've passed a point of no return. Oh, yeah. And it's just bad news from there. Now, mm-hmm. I think along the way, if the guy isn't completely clueless, which unfortunately most men are, but they know that, hey, you know, I need to, I need to step it back a minute. You know, I need to, I need to refocus on her. Let's, let's, when was the last time we even took a date night? You know, mm-hmm. when was, when was the last time I liquored her up and, and tried anal? Maybe I'll try that again this weekend. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Something to, to try to reignite and spark that, but maybe that's why you throw on a porn. I know. Hey, uh-huh. we, haven't, we haven't watched a dirty movie in a while. You want to mm-hmm. check something out? and. Well, and if you're that wife, like, be open to it. Yeah. Be open to uh, yeah. it. Don't be like, ugh, ugh, no. Yeah, Why gross. do you want to watch a porn? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as as soon as a guy or a partner, I say a guy, but I, I, I want to be fair, as soon as a partner is made to feel like what they're doing is wrong, you, you just slap their hand. And, mm-hmm. and it does. that's not going to make them not want it. You know, if a kid wants candy after dinner and you say, or before dan- dinner, you don't say, you slap their hand, you tell them, no, no candy before dinner. That doesn't make them not want the candy anymore. Right. They just know, okay, well, I don't want to ask for it about before dinner anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing with, with porn. When you slap their hand and you get onto them about it, it doesn't make them not want to watch it. Yeah. You know? So what are you doing to have that, I guess, compromise? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you, what you would call it, but it, I think people need to look at it and say, is it really... Is it bad? How how can this negatively impact my relationship? Mm-hmm. And look at the negatives. Is is this? And and I don't believe, and we don't believe that if you have not watched porn together and you decide to get a porn, that that's going to end your relationship. Mm-mm. I think that there are people that have addictive behaviors and characteristics, and personalities, and personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to know if your partner's one of those, because I do think that that could be a very negative when it comes to porn. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's some people that just don't have that addictive personality, that they can they can drink, they can do drugs, they can watch porn, they can do these taboo society <laughs> things, and they're not going to run down this rabbit hole and be a full-blown heroin addict, you know, putting out on the corner for drug money. Oh my gosh, you know, I know. Uh, not everybody's going to end up that way. Not everything is a gateway, whatever, to some horrible ending. Mm-hmm. Some people can handle the moderation. Yeah. Um, and I, think, what, how, I mean, what do you think the percentage would be for to the uh, the amount of people that can handle it that uh, the and the amount of people that can't handle it? I don't know. About sixty nine percent. No, I don't know. You I mean, know, I mean, because like. Cause well, I I think 
I don't I don't like coming back with this, but I think that I think it depends on on a lot of things. If you if you're that guy that's been secretly watching porn behind your partner's back and you're just now trying to get him on board with it, I think you have a better chance of evening evening it out potentially, but mm-hmm. if it's something you you've oppressed or repressed or whatever this whole time, ugh. I don't know. It yeah. may be worse, but I, I I don't know. I don't really know. I, I think it kind of depends on on the partner and the relationship and mm-hmm. and things like that. But I, you know, we're 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 pretty quick to make people feel bad about what they like or what they're into or what um, you know makes them happy or get them excited or whatever it is. Uh, and I think that. But I think to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, you need to understand if your partner's not into something, they're not into it. They're not into it. Mm-hmm. You and can't force if, it on them. Yeah. And I I feel bad for <laughs> for guys who, you know, whose wife is is like. You know, if, if they, they, they put on that movie and it's like, ugh, whatever he did in the mm-hmm. movie or, or, you know, ugh, is she spitting? Ugh, ugh, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where anything like that is, is just like, ugh, I can't watch this. Ugh, blowjobs are gross. Uh-huh. Just change it. Ugh, I can't stand this. Because I think some guys are like, they they, they actually think, well, my wife hates giving blowjobs. If I show her somebody else giving a blowjob, oh maybe she'll want to do it. Yeah, that's wrong, dude. Like, and so <laughs> I think that guys have a real shitty plan. Yeah, they do. At, like, oh, you don't like, you don't, you know, you're not into anal. You don't think it'd be good. Well, let me just show you this girl getting anal, and then you'll really want to do it. I don't think that that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that that's the. And once again, how would you feel if the wife was like, well, I want to get banged by six strangers so i'm gonna throw that on maybe he'll get the hint yeah you know would you be okay with that so once again look at it from well you know it's funny okay so like with uh you know getting the hint because most women try to hint around things for everything not just Mm -hmm. not sex or anything it's everything women try to hint around about a guy doing the dishes or something yep but um what was I going to say? I was going to say, with with porn, with watching porn, I wonder if women think that, they really do think that the guy is trying to hint around, you know, oh, he he wants a blonde and I'm a brunette. Well, what the hell, you mm. know? Are they reading, like, too much yeah, into I it? Yeah, I think, oh, that, I think okay. women probably do read too much into yeah. it. And they're like, well, I try to hint around to him about all this other stuff. What's he trying to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. When that's not what he's focused yeah, on at all. At all. When it's like, no, no, no. It's not even it's not even the color of her hair or the size of her boobs. It's what they're actually doing. Yeah. That's what he's trying to hint around. Yeah. 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 And they're getting caught up on the wrong aspect uh-huh. of it. Oh, yeah. They're just having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think is, I, I, is there a pitfall with it? Yes, for certain. And I think that is dependent on your partner. And your communication. I, I do believe that the absence of sexual satisfaction will most definitely lead to an increase in 
porn viewing mm-hmm. or consumption or reliance for for whatever it is. And I I do think that if I do think that if, if a guy is watching too much porn, that that will be his version of foreplay. Mm-hmm. That that has to be part of of the routine to have sex. Yeah, I know. And um, you don't want that. To yeah, and you don't want it to hit that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I I I do think that in most cases, very very high percentage, porn is replacing the actual fulfillment of having sex with your partner. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's, you know, and, and I'm sure people would would roll their eyes at at me even saying this, especially based on the statistics. But I think that. You know, for us, it's not this hidden thing that I'm sneaking off watching porn or that I'm even watching porn and you know about it. it I don't even do that. We're not like the, – the story here is not that Seth consumes porn, but Crystal knows about it and she's okay with it. Yeah. It's that we have sex so much and enough that the only time we would ever consume porn is if we decided to do it together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't people, think people would believe people that. People would be like, shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah. Really? I bet he's got a hidden folder on his phone. Oh. We've already discussed my complete openness with she has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't even own a personal computer. I have my work computer, well, which I can't that, have anything on. Well, and it's not that I have I have everything because I am so controlling over you or I don't allow you to to do any of that. Right. It's we we like to do it together. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a non-issue for us. Mm-hmm. Because, it's, it's fun, something fun and different mm-hmm. for us, and we like we enjoy it because everything else is happening mm-hmm. that should be happening that that prevents you know it's just it's routine maintenance mm-hmm. that we're that we're you know we're engaged with one another on that level to where it's not this. It's not. It just doesn't come up mm-hmm. because it, the need for it's not there. Yeah. Um, but that that's why I think that when you look at your own relationship, especially if if, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you're watching this, and you're saying, "Well, you know, I have sex with my partner, you know, once a month." Mm-hmm. If you think that they aren't watching porn and masturbating, oh, you gosh. are an absolute fool. Yeah. Absolute fool. Mm-hmm. Um. That's so true. I know. But I don't think people want to admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, yes, I think the bad side can definitely be there. I think that if it's not done in moderation, like mm-hmm. we've talked about, if it's replacing your partner, that's mm-hmm. probably the worst thing it could do. Yeah, for If sure. it is preventing you from wanting to have sex with your partner on a regular basis... If you have gone down a path where, and this applies to you know guys and girls equally, if you've gone down a path where you have your your endorphins and your pleasure glands are functioning based off of somebody other than your partner, whether it is that Fifty Shades of Grey book or that picture of that girl or that video you've been watching or that Instagram account you're following or whatever it is you, you've put in there to fulfill that need, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know what the solution is to do that because I think some of it is very visually driven. Mm -hmm. If, you know, one of the harsh realities of it is if if your partner is attracted to a certain type of of body or, 
you know, shape or curve or waistline or whatever it is, and you don't have that, he's not going to just decide, oh, you know what, this, this picture of this, you know, 36, 24, 36 is no longer appealing to me. I will settle for the 48, 52, 48 that I've got here. Mm-hmm. They aren't going to do that. And women do not want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they want to perpetuate and continue to hear that men are sexually attracted to them no matter what they look like. And are some guys because they because they love them? Yeah, be, they they feel that love will overpower the sexual desire, mm-hmm. and that I love you so much, I will still maintain my sexual attraction attractiveness to you, no matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. Some guys are their limits bigger than others, yeah, but some guys are not. I know, you know, th- there are some, and I think that once again, you need to look at. The flip side of that, um, because I, I don't really know how to how to relate that back to a woman because I don't think that. I don't think that they're having sex often enough anyway, mm-hmm. in that type of relationship, whether they both let themselves go, one of them let themselves go, or whatever's happened. I don't think they're having enough sex any anyway in there to mm-hmm. even, hypothetically look at it from somebody else's perspective. Yeah. So I think that. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be a competition. It shouldn't be like, oh, you're attracted to that? Well, I'm going to do everything I can to look like that. Because no. they've put you in that competition. Um, you know, we've discussed the bringing the best version of yourself. What was your sex life like when you were dating? Mm-hmm. What was that dependent on? And people tend to almost want to say that your your relationship is too immature if you can't maintain sexual oh, satisfaction with one another. Once you've both become disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, well, if you both equally do it, then yeah, you know, just have disgusting sex. That's Mm. awesome. Good for you guys. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But if one person heads down one path and the other's not, you can't expect them to maintain that level of sexuality towards you because it's different. And they can still love you and not want to have sex with you. Yeah, yeah. But you can't say, well, just because you love me means you have to want to have sex with me. Right. No. I know. Just because you're married with someone doesn't guarantee you're going to want to have sex with your partner. I know. You know? But those are things that I think take a deeper dive and a more closer look at. But I I bring that up because I think that that's where people start to utilize porn. Mm -hmm. I think that's why women read books. I think that's why women go in packs to go see a Jason Momoa film because there's a level of fantasy that their partner is not able to provide or won't provide to them or is Uh incapable of providing that they're getting some kind of stimulation from someone else. I know. I know. And that's funny that you bring up the Jason Momoa thing too because that is another thing that women, women do. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not necessarily porn and it doesn't have to be exactly porn, but women fantasize about those kinds of things mm-hmm. and openly admit it admit well, in front of their partner. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's hurtful too for the man. Mm-hmm. I think it is. And I think most men don't want to say that it's hurtful. Yeah. I've never seen a man in front of his wife. And maybe this is a testament to the caliber of friends that I've had, but I've never seen a man in front of his wife or his partner say, Oh, you've got to check out this movie because it shows whatever female star's boobs or butt in it 
at 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. But I have heard women on countless occasions tell another woman in front of their partner, in front of guys, oh, you need to watch this movie because at whatever point in time this actor's butt is showing. Mm-hmm. You don't hear guys say that. doesn't mean that guys don't look for that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we've we've you know we've talked about it here before. We've kind of seen this flip where yeah. women have kind of are a little more empowered to be able to say things like that and get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if your husband is you know five foot five and weighs two hundred and seventy five pounds, and you're talking about a six foot six, you know, hunk of man that you are attracted to, how do you think that makes him feel? I know. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And vice versa, both, right. both ways. It mm-hmm. works both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I, I think the 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 good part of uh, of the porn is what we've talked about. I think that there is. I think it gives an opportunity to have some fun. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, for couples that may be looking for different stuff, it can. It can be educational for them. I think that it yeah. can give them yeah, ideas. Yeah, I think it could give them ideas how to communicate yeah. even during sex and stuff right. like that, too. Mm-hmm. And if you're uncomfortable initially, like, seeing that maybe will give you a little bit more confidence to mm-hmm. to communi- openly well, communicate. One of the things that you, you tend to hear from, from the female perspective is, I don't like porn because it's completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And I... I I think most people take that comment as of uh, it's unrealistic because of what happens in the story would never happen. Yeah. That, that the pizza um, boy coming to the front door yeah. would just, uh, she would invite him in and he'd drop his pants yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right. That, that would really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, is that unrealistic? Yes, that is unrealistic. But I think what you tend to find is a lot of women say that porn is unrealistic, not really based on the plot, but it's based on the type of sex that happens in the movie. I'd never do that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what they mean. And it's like, well, no, that's not unrealistic. That just means you're unwilling to do what they're doing. Yeah. Every sexual thing in porn is completely realistic and can be part of your menu option of sexual fun if you want it to be. Yeah. It's just how how comfortable are you trying it? How how comfortable is your are you? partner? <laughs> How comfortable how it, is your partner? Yeah. How strong is your partner? How, uh-huh. you know, are you physically able to do those things? Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean it's unrealistic. It's just you, you can't seem to grasp it from your perspective right now because you're not willing to try that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or for whatever reason you feel like you can't try that. Um, so I think that that's where I think there's a couple of different meanings when people say that. Oh, it's unrealistic. Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. Or is the snare unrealistic? Yeah, maybe, probably. Mm-hmm. More times than not, it probably is. That's kind of dumb, but it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun to watch and mm-hmm. and uh, and even think like, geez, I'm a better actor than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. But, I mean, be just to be open to, to it, even the unrealistic things that you think are not realistic... I mean, be open to. It. I mean, we've we've said it before in the just say yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Just be open to new experiences. Mm-hmm. Try it out. Mm-hmm. See what you think. Yeah. Get you know, if you're gonna if you want to try to introduce porn into your relationship, start off with something easy and fun. Get a parody. Yeah. Yeah. Grease. Get, 
get a parody of maybe a show or, or a movie, movie or that, that yeah. you like that you both know that you like and then you can even if the porn is awful mm-hmm. you can still kind of laugh, laugh about it, it yeah. you yeah. know and have fun with it mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's not it's not as bad as a lot of people can make it out to be right for for a lot of the women out there that you know that are not open to it and are upset that their husband is watching porn mm-hmm. do it with them yeah it's it's not gonna be well, what's it gonna hurt you yeah yeah because based on the statistics he's still watching it anyway yeah so <laughs> might as well watch it together yeah but don't be a bitch about it either right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well for both of you don't, yeah. be a, don't be a little scared bitch to bring it up and don't be a bitch reacting to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Well, did you have anything else to add? No. Yeah. Okay. I think that's about it. All right. Well, yeah, I think that about wraps it up for today. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.